New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be back on the Proverbs podcast with you guys. This is Delaney, and today we're going to be diving into Proverbs chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. And I'm excited to dive in. We're going to be in the NIV version today. So I'll go ahead and read it and give a little bit of application. I'm just going to be upfront and say that I'm not a fan of what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Pastor Brady talked about it last week and it, it roasted me a little bit. And so now I get to talk about it, which is just another reminder. But today we're going to be talking about pride versus humility. And like I said, we're in Proverbs 11 verses 1 through 15 in the NIV version. So I'm going to go ahead and read it and we'll dive in says, the Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with him. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Wealth is worthless in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless makes their path straight, but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the unfaithful are trapped by evil desires. Hopes placed in mortals die with them. All the promises of their power comes to nothing. The righteous person is rescued from trouble, and it falls on the wicked instead. With their mouths, the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there are shouts of joy. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted, but by the mouth of the wicked, it is destroyed. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer, but whoever refuses to shake hands and pledge is safe. So, once again, we're going to be talking about pride versus humility. And I think these 15 verses really just show the difference between being prideful versus being humble. And I would love to pridefully say that I am not prideful. (laughs) But that would be a lie, as you can tell, because I'm already giggling. One of the funny things is, is I love this passage because my word of the year, which is something that some of us do, you know, if you want to learn something or grow in a skill, based off of biblical truth, you can pick a word to narrow it down and really try to learn something. And so I actually decided that I wanted my word of the year to be humility and how the Lord is laughing and has already taught me so much about that. But I want to really look at verse two here. It says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So a lot of you, probably most of you listening don't know this, but in college, I went to University of Tennessee, go Vols, and I'm an English major. That's what I majored in. I did English and education because I love English. I love reading. I love all that we can learn from really breaking down passages, which is great for when I study the Bible. But when I read this passage, I think of a word that we used to use a lot in our English classes, and that word is hubris. Some of you might have heard it before. Some of you are like, what is hubris? Is that a person? Sounds like an old man. No, hubris is a word and it means excessive pride. 
And whenever we read through like novels or anything and we're studying literature, we would always say that one of the key signs that somebody is not to be trusted or the villain of the story is if they have hubris, which is excessive pride, which is crazy when I think about it because the world, not from a biblical perspective, but just in general, the world literally identifies someone that can't be trusted or somebody that's going to lead people astray or somebody that's on their own mission as somebody with excessive pride. And we would always say hubris. And then the phrase that we would always say is pride comes before the fall. Pride comes before the fall. You might've heard that expression before you might not have, but basically it was like saying Pride comes first, but pride always leads to someone being brought down, being humbled, something bad happening, which is funny because when you actually study it, that phrase stems from Proverbs 16, verse 18. So to whoever gets to cover that passage, maybe you'll see a little bit of a tie in there, but it talks about how pride always comes before destruction because when we lead with ourselves. We're bound to fall because we don't know the right things to do. And when we lead with pride, it's going to do nothing but lead to our downfall in the end. And so when I see this passage and really start to break it down, I think we can see the dangers that pride presents. When we put more hope in ourselves, who can only see one step at a time, instead of putting our hope in our God, our creator, who's already gone before us, who's the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. So there's a couple things I want to acknowledge in this passage where we can really see, um, just the difference between being prideful and being humble. And it's interesting because we see like verse five, the righteousness of the blameless makes their path straight, but the wicked are brought down by their own wickedness. And I think, I think about this verse, especially when we walk humbly, we say, God lead me because I don't know how to lead myself. So we're seeking him. We're seeking his word to lead us. But then the second part, the wicked, who I think of as in this expression, in this passage, as being the prideful, are brought down by their own wickedness. That is like the perfect expression of pride. Like prideful people are brought down by their own pride. They're not brought down by other people's doing most of the time. They're brought down by their own their own mistakes or their own feelings. And so when pride steps in, we stop depending on God and we start depending on ourselves. And we're normally brought down by that. The seasons of life where I think I know best and I just trust myself or I just trust what the internet tells me to do is when I always am brought down. (laughs) I'm humbled very quickly, which is great for the Lord to do that, to be kind enough to let us get humbled sometimes. But also we can see once again in verse 9, it says, with their mouth, the godless destroy their neighbors, but through knowledge, the righteous escape. So prideful people were quick to tear other people down. And you can see that by, once again, in verse 13, it says, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. So once again, you've decided when you're walking in pride that you know best, that you can share whatever information you want to, because it's it's your choice. You're leading yourself. And I think it's super easy to get in this pattern of pride And in Philippians 2, 3, this is one of my all-time favorite verses. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. And the way this, these verses end talks a lot about putting other people above ourselves. And I think that that's one of the big challenges I have for myself this week. And would challenge you to walk in is, hey, am I really thinking too much about myself? 
I think that pride we think is pride is just thinking highly of myself. No, pride is just thinking too much about yourself, period. If you're thinking about all your your great strengths or even all the things that are going wrong in your own life, but if you're just constantly thinking about you and you're not thinking about the Lord and who the Lord has blessed you with, that is showing you a pattern of pride. So take a moment to self-reflect like, man, am I, am I just thinking about me? Am I just thinking about my life, my job, my work, my resolutions, or am I thinking about others? Am I thinking about Christ above all? So this week I would say, take a moment to, to self-reflect. Pastor Brady challenged us that last week, the assessment of pride. But I think the best thing we can do is humbly admit when we're struggling with pride. We got to humbly admit it. And this week, I think a big challenge and takeaway is we can see whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. That was verse 12. 13, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. For lack of guidance, a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. And I think that we need to take a moment to look at our lives and say, have I just been thinking about me? And how can I think about somebody else? So maybe, you know, tomorrow when you sit down and get in the words, let's take a moment to praise God for who he is and not just ask for a bunch of things on our own, but say, God, teach me more about you so that I can better love the people that you've called me to, but most importantly, so I can better love you. Pride is, pride is not good. My, my, my friends, it is, it is a rough thing and it is something that we all struggle with and we would be prideful to say that we don't struggle with it because that's us trying to deny our human nature, which is to elevate ourselves above other people. But let's make sure this week we're putting God above all and then putting other people above ourselves, walking humbly, not pridefully, because remember verse two, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. So let's seek wisdom and let's uh, love other people well this week. That's all I got, friends. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.